come here today to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. So let's begin with the Easter story as recorded in Matthew's Gospel, chapters 27 and 28, where Matthew writes, Following Jesus' death on the cross, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who had himself become a disciple of Jesus. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body, and Pilate ordered that it be given to him. Joseph took the body, wrapped it in a clean linen cloth, and placed it in his own new tomb that he had cut out of the rock. He rolled a big stone in front of the entrance to the tomb and went away. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who is crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I've told you. Matthew's exciting account describes how on Easter morning, God shook the ground and an angel rolled back the stone to reveal that Jesus' tomb was empty. But would you please notice the purpose of the stone rolling? The stone was not rolled back in order to let Jesus out. No, Jesus was already alive and active. God rolled the stone in order to reveal that Jesus had defeated death, reveal that Jesus had overcome the grave, reveal that resurrection joy and peace and power are available to all who follow this risen Savior who is here with us right here, right now. And so everyone who saw the stone rolled back experienced the joy and power of Easter, right? Wrong. Matthew's account makes it clear that there were at least two guards who saw the evidence of the rolled away stone and did not experience the joy and power of Easter. Why? Well, because sometimes in order to experience the joy and power of Easter, there's another gravestone that needs to be rolled away on the inside. You know, there was no power on earth that could keep that stone in front of Jesus' tomb from rolling away, but... There's another gravestone inside me that's under my control. And according to Matthew's account, there were many people on that first Easter morning who knew that Jesus' gravestone was rolled away, but they still held on to an interior gravestone and they would not let it roll. And I'm not just talking about Pilate's guards. We didn't read it, but in John's gospel, in John's Easter account, it records that when Mary, Peter, and Thomas first saw the empty tomb, 
they did not experience the joy and power of Easter either. When Mary first saw the empty tomb, she burst into tears, absolutely convinced that someone had stolen Jesus' body. Mary held on to this interior gravestone of despair and would not let it roll. Peter and Thomas knew about the empty tomb, but they didn't experience the joy of Easter because Peter held on to a gravestone of discouragement and Thomas held on to a gravestone of doubt and they would not let it roll. How about you? You know, I know people who come on Easter Sunday hoping that somebody will say something or sing something to bring them the joy and power of Easter. Then when the Easter service is over, I have heard people walking out lamenting the fact that, oh, the music really didn't make Easter come alive for me. I've also heard people say this about Easter preaching in other churches. And... Uh, <laughs> never happens here, but uh, in, hypothetically, there are people who could say, the Easter preaching didn't make Easter come alive for me. Well, I hate to disappoint you, but as magnificent as the Easter music is here today at Black Rock, Easter music and preaching cannot bring you the joy and power of Easter and the resurrection. If I leave here today without the joy of Easter, it's because sometimes there is a stubborn gravestone inside me and I need to let it roll. Sometimes the problem is in me. Uh, there was a uh, retired couple who uh, every year, they'd been married for decades, and uh, every year they had their annual medical checkup on the same day. Uh, with the same doctor. And when it was the husband's turn alone with the doctor, uh, he, uh, Charlie, uh, told the doctor that uh, he was quite concerned about his wife's deteriorating hearing and how it seemed to get worse and worse. And the doctor said, well, Charlie, you know that there is a simple test that you can do to evaluate your wife's hearing. At some point, come up behind your wife when her back is turned to you and ask her something at a normal volume. And if she doesn't respond, then keep stepping closer and keep repeating until she hears you. So the next day, uh, Charlie saw his wife uh, chopping vegetables at the kitchen counter. And so he said, uh, in a normal voice, he said, honey, what are we having for dinner? No response. So he took a step forward and said, honey, what are we having for dinner? No response. A third time. A fourth time. The fifth time, he was just a foot away from his wife's ear. And he said, honey, what are we having for dinner? And his wife slammed down the knife, turned around and said, Charlie, for the fifth time, we're having chicken. <laughs> That was the moment when Charlie understood that he had significant hearing loss. And uh, 
Sometimes I'm as slow as Charlie when it comes to realizing that the barrier is in me. Sometimes the gravestone that needs to roll is in me. No one can bring me the joy and power of Easter, but I can identify my gravestone inside and let it roll. And here's the good news. Since the very first Easter, people have been letting God roll back their interior gravestone. In fact, this is one of the historical proofs of Jesus' resurrection. Historians cannot deny that something happened to those first followers of Jesus on Easter. Those first followers of Jesus went from hiding in shame to singing in the streets, from wandering aimlessly to changing the world, from weeping in self-focused pain to bringing hope and healing to others, from being fearful of death to living life to the full. How were these first followers transformed? Well, it wasn't Easter music and preaching. They experienced the joy and power of Easter because they let God roll the gravestone within them. And what is true on the first Easter is true today. Today, you can go from shame hiding to joy singing if you let it roll. You can go from aimless wandering to world changing if you let it roll. You can go from self-focused weeping to hope bringing if you let it roll. You can go from being full of fear to full of life if you let it roll. Maybe like Thomas, you have within a gravestone of doubt. So like Thomas, let it roll. Even though Thomas heard Oh, how Jesus' gravestone was rolled away. He famously said, I won't believe until I can reach out and touch Jesus' scars. Well, I don't know if you would consider that a prayer, but Jesus did, and Jesus answered it. And so, if like Thomas, you are here, and you still have lingering doubts about the, the reality of this resurrection that we're celebrating here today... I encourage you to do what Thomas did. Just pray, saying, Jesus, if you are alive, show me. Jesus loves answering that prayer in surprising ways. So give him your doubt and let it roll. Or maybe like Peter, you have within you a gravestone of discouragement. So like Peter, you need to let it roll. You know, John's gospel says that even though Peter saw the stone rolled away, he didn't experience the joy of Easter because he was discouraged by the way he had denied Jesus three times. But the risen Jesus did what Peter considered impossible. Jesus embraced Peter in complete forgiveness and this unconditional love roll Peter's discouragement away. Because Jesus is alive, nothing is impossible. So whatever discourages you today is not impossible for Jesus. So come to Jesus with your impossible problem, your failing marriage, your hurting family, your own wounded heart. 
give your discouragement to Jesus and let it roll. Or maybe like Mary, you have within a gravestone of despair. If so, like Mary, let it roll. You know, John's gospel says that even though Mary saw the stone rolled away, she didn't experience the joy of Easter because she was full of despair. Mary kept crying and crying because she was convinced that Jesus was dead and there was nothing left for her to live for. Mary's expectations for life were rock bottom. She had no hope for joy, no hope for purpose or impact or adventure in her life. Her only hope was survival. But when the resurrected Jesus stood before her and whispered her name, everything changed. In an instant, Jesus overcame her despair and Mary let it roll. And this is what Jesus wants to do for you. Jesus wants to take you from surviving in life to thriving in life. Uh, not too long ago, I was in a, uh, a big restaurant having a nice meal. And uh, as I finished my meal, uh, my server came over and asked, uh, would you like to see the dessert menu? And I said, no, no dessert, uh, I'll just take the bill. And my server said, well, that's the funny thing. Uh, there's someone here who says that you don't know him, but he knows you, and he has paid your bill. So have a great day. And I said, oh, to my server, I said, Isn't, that is just awesome. That is so kind. That is so nice. I'll have that dessert menu. <laughs> and because I, I had dessert because anyone who was excited about giving me my meal would be doubly excited to give me my dessert. And so I ate dessert slowly, just looking around the restaurant, trying to see the person who would be smiling back at me. And sure enough, I found him. I had to order three desserts, but I <laughs> found him. There he was, sitting there by himself near closing time. And uh, the same goes for Jesus. If Jesus died on the cross for your sins, how much more does he want to pay for your dessert? How much more does he want to give you his resurrection life of joy and power and purpose? Jesus died on the cross so that you can survive. But he rose from the grave so that you can thrive. So if you want to go from surviving in life to thriving in life, just look at the risen one who is smiling back at you. Right now, look to the one who has defeated death so that you can live life to the full. Right now, look to the one who overcame the grave to move your gravestone. So let it roll.